Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Ahoy, my friend, and welcome aboard the Afro Tales Podcast, a ship that will carry us from location to location, exploring the tales that grew from the African diaspora in the Americas and the Caribbean. I am Amon Mazinga, your teller of yarns. As we head out, a particular yarn for each location will be spun. Come, sit with me, and enjoy this journey. The Griot's role. It's important that people understand the roles and the power that the Griot, known as Jali, and prefixed before the given family name, has been endowed with since the beginning. One of the roles the Griot in African society had before the European came was maintaining a cultural and historical past with that of the present. He or she informed even to this day men and women of the roles they must play in traditional African society. The Griot was the oral historian and educator in any given society. The Griot was well respected and very close to the kings. In fact, he was closer to the king than the king's own wife. You see, the Griot served as the king's confidant and personal advisor. The grill would interpret things such as different facts for the king. It was also the responsibility of the grill to make sure that people received all the information about their ancestors. What the father, the grandparents, and their lineages had done and how they had done it. What a griot gave to African society in oral history, cultural information, and ancestral wisdom and knowledge is the key with which all people of African descent can progress and maintain a high level of understanding of their true heritage. All people of African descent, the Latin, the Jamaican, the Haitian, the Brazilian, the Caribbean, and yes, the African American. All must realize that although you were not born in Africa, 
you are still African people and all of us have been through the experience of slavery. Most of us have lost our original language and traditions because of having been born outside of the African homeland. When you are away from your ancestral land and lack the necessary cultural information, you become lost by concept. The color of your skin remains the same, but the concept, the knowledge of Africa is gone. The traditional names and roles in society, everything that belonged to us by birthright was taken away from us. Well, most of us. This is known as the painful period. In order to get back what was ours, information and knowledge about African society and culture must be learned now. This is what the griot gives to all who need it. Our children need to have the facts about their ancestral homeland. This destiny will take a while, however. Everyone has a transitional period. When a black person understands his or her African past, except being African, he is different from one who does not know these things. Those of us who know, know our value. The reason I begin with this kind of conversation is that I want people to have the right idea about Africa and the role of the grill in the past and in today's time so that everyone can understand the capacity and potential power that we still have today. This power must be used in a good way so that we can help one another. We are still a proud people and know the significant role we have and part we must play in humanity, in our humanity. So the young man and woman, everybody who stays in the village, get a chance to listen, to live and learn their culture, and such things as I have been saying. In West African society, there are various types of stories to communicate these principles. In the evening and here now, after dinner, the stories that are usually told by the griot are called talio, talio, which means it is not the reality but an imagined event between humans and animals and some kind of spirit. These are the stories that are told for entertainment. A griot has a special way of telling these stories so that they are very entertaining. Even though the griot's main intention is not to entertain but to teach the people to know themselves. When Talil takes place, everybody Know, too, that music is not always used, and that the stringed harp-like instrument, the kora, for which griots are known, is new in comparison to other African instruments. We have to be all that we can be to get our art and our true information about the griot 
and our rich culture, folklore, out of the closet in modern society. Most of us know all about the white man's education, his schools, history, and culture, but we'd lack the necessary information about our own. I hope that someday we will have the younger generations follow you and me and each of us who is working hard to keep African culture and tradition alive. Yes, we need our stories. Without stories and oral tradition, there is no history, no reference. As the song says, See ya, kaya pi sa, mi di. Death is natural, but I won't take humiliation. Which means, if you don't know, you have to learn. Knowledge is learned. When one does not learn, that is humiliation. And that is all I have for you today, my friend. So I know that was different from what you normally get from me, but I had to do it. We have to understand why we tell these stories, why we share these stories with each other. As a storyteller or a reader, I want my children's and my children's children to hear these stories and understand why I'm doing it. In every culture, we have storytellers, we have historians, we have um, comedians, musicians, and the griot is all that in one person. Now, I'm not claiming to be a griot. I'm obviously not a comedian or a true historian or a musician, but I can be a storyteller. I can retell those stories that came down through the generations so that's what I'm going to do and I'm going to continue to do and I appreciate you for allowing me to do it and listening to me do it as long as you listen to this show I will do my best to give you what you're looking for and that's all I can do look at the stories that your mom has told you about your family your dad, your grandparents, your aunts and uncles, your cousins. Family members do this all the time with each other. We tell each other all the time stories about the past. And that is, in a way, being a grill. We don't have the community grills anymore. So we have to pick up the reins and do it ourselves. So help me do that for you. And help yourselves. Do it with your own families and friends. This was a great story, a great message, and I'm glad I got a chance to read it and pass it along to you. Thank you for coming on this journey with me, and until next time, you know what to do. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef, and today we have a meal inspired by the story that you just heard. Today, we will prepare Senegalese chicken yasa. 
a meal from the west coast of Africa, Senegal, to be exact. What we will need for this dish are three chicken leg quarters, that's the leg and thigh, three chicken breast halves, preferably bone-in, five onions, that's about two pounds, peeled, half, and thinly sliced. They are going to make the meal wonderful. And one habanero or scotch bonnet pepper. I know scotch bonnets are hard to find in a lot of places. For the marinade, we will use a half a cup of lemon juice, fresh. A quarter cup of oil, whichever you like to use. Canola, olive, or maybe grapeseed. Two tablespoons Dijon mustard. Four medium garlic cloves crush them not the powder stuff whole garlic cloves okay half a teaspoon of salt for browning the chicken and braising it we are going to use kosher salt freshly ground black pepper one tablespoon of cooking oil again your choice and one and a half cups of low salt chicken broth your choice on which you use for the garnish we will have one cup pitted green olives sliced again that's up to you instructions oh here is the good part for the marinade put the chicken and onions in a large glass bowl or plastic bowl you use what you have cut a few slits in the habanero pepper and add it to the bowl. Whisk marinade ingredients in a small bowl and then pour that on top. Toss to coat. Cover the bowl with a plastic wrap and marinate in the fridge for at least three hours. If you can leave it overnight, that would be great. Take it out of the fridge. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Heat one tablespoon of oil over medium heat in a large heavy pot or a Dutch oven, whichever you have. Remove the chicken from the marinade and sprinkle pieces with a few pinches of salt and ground pepper. This is to your taste. Brown the chicken on both sides. Three pieces at a time should be easy, five minutes per batch. Then transfer that to a plate and set that aside. We're done with the chicken for now. Spoon out some of the chicken fat from the pot leave about a tablespoon this is going to help with the next step well now we're going to caramelize the onions set the hot pepper aside and scrape the onions and all of the marinade into the pot over the medium high heat cook stir for about five minutes to get the onions hot and cooking Cover the pot and turn the heat down to medium-low and let the onions cook, stirring them occasionally for about another 10 minutes. We don't want them to burn. We just want them to caramelize. Once that is done, we're going to use a spatula, take the onions and stuff out, put the chicken at the bottom of the pot. Now we're going to mound and mound the onions on top of the chicken pieces. 
we're then going to place the pepper right in the middle and now we're going to pour in the chicken broth we're going to turn the heat to a medium high and bring the broth to a simmer cover the pot and then put the entire thing in the oven for one hour and 20 minutes when that is done we are going to take that out of the oven serve it over some white fluffy rice and garnish it with those green olives and your meal will be awesome you do what you do let me know how it tastes and when you eat this dish remember the role of the grill thank you my friend for coming along with me into my galley and i will see you next time with a awesome dish for you to take home My friends, we are here, and I want to thank you for coming out here on this voyage with me. Thank you for doing what you do and giving me the time to get to this point. I want you to join me in thanking Art by Chalet. I want to also join me in thanking those who create the sound effects and music on freesound.org and Free Music Archive. I want you to Share this journey with your family and friends so that way they can be blessed just as you are. If you want to leave a comment or a review so others can learn about this voyage, please do so wherever you can. All other ways to support and contact me will be in the show notes. So please go there, check it out and do what you do best and be you. Again, thank you. And until next time, have a blessed day.